Hey there, and welcome to our sixth episode of our Mind Over Money podcast. I'm your friend, Jerry Tolliver, CEO of Fly Credit, where we help you get the credit that you deserve. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking more about developing a long-term financial vision for yourself, because I am a firm believer that what you believe you can achieve, and if you envision your life the way you actually want to live it, you're more likely to be able to achieve those goals. So I want to make sure that we're setting some clear financial goals for ourselves and we develop some strategies that can span over years, months, decades, so that you can overall meet your financial vision, meet your financial goals, and live life on your terms and do what you need to do. Now, I have a couple of uh, some steps that I'm going to be giving you today so that you can really put this into motion so that you can really take those next best steps towards saving more money, retiring early, growing your investment accounts, and just growing your overall wealth uh, so that you can live a great life. And so the number one thing that I think that is very important is to determine what the priorities really are. Now, when I prioritize anything, I prioritize it based on my personal values and what I really care about. Now, I think this is really important because oftentimes when we're talking about money or plans or finances, sometimes those plans seem a little cookie cutter and it's not it's not cookie cutter at all because we're all different. We all have different dreams. We all have different goals. We all have different responsibilities. We all have different circumstances. Uh, we all have different knowledge. We all have different understanding. And with that in mind, I think it's important to really reflect on what really matters to you? So does spending more time with your family matter? Does taking more trips around the world matter? Does retiring early and just living life on your terms matter? What really matters to you? And I want you to really prioritize around that because in my opinion, your financial goal should be in alignment with your values so that you can achieve your overall financial independence that you want to achieve so that you can provide for your family members on a new level so that you can travel and contribute to more than what you're contributing to now. I mean, life is just too short <laughs> to pay bills and die. It's just way too short. So I think it's important to really take an inventory of what really matters to you and prioritize that accordingly before you even start determining or taking those steps towards planning what your future looks like. So first, really take an inventory, consider what matters to you and then start aligning your values, start aligning your priorities around that. And I do, in my opinion, feel that it will be more effective. I feel that you will be a lot more confident. You'll be a lot more motivated to actually get it done. The next step is define your actual goals. So I'm a very, uh, I'm a very specific person when it comes to short-term and long-term goals. So if you want to save more money, if you want to buy a home next year, 
if you want to put away money for your your children's college education, if you want to start a business, or if you just want to really reach a certain level of wealth in your life, then determine and define what that really means to you. Define what your objectives are really going to be so that you can hit those targets. Because if you don't have any targets, if you don't have something that you're shooting for, then you're never going to hit it. You're never going to be able to, to have more money. You're never going to be able to retire early. You're never going to be able to send your kids off to college because you're not planning for it. And you don't have these specific goals set up so you can make it work. So first, number one, determine what your values and your priorities are. And then two, define your actual goals. What are those goals and how soon do you want to make that happen? Which brings me to my third point, which is to put some numbers next to your goals. Now, I'm not talking about, oh, you know, my my first step is I want to retire early. And number two, I want to, you know, travel more. Number three, I want to buy a house. Nah. I'm talking about put some numbers next to it, right? Say you want to have $1,000 in your savings account or you want to have $1 million in your investments. You want to be able to put away $300,000 for your kid's education. You want to be able to have $0 in credit card debt. Put some numbers next to it because when you put numbers next to it, it becomes a lot more specific. And when we do things like, say, well, I want to buy a house next year, it's specific, but it's not specific enough because buying a house, there's more steps than just going to apply for it. You have to save money for the down payment. You have to put money away for closing costs. You have to determine what your budget is to buy the home. There's all these things you have to consider before you even go buy the home. So Put some numbers next to those goals, not just the order of priority, but also you want to determine how much do I really, really want to save? How much house do I really want to buy? How much college do I really want to put money away for? How much assets do I want to have in my investments? And put some numbers next to it so that you can... So that you can quantify it, right? Quantifying it is going to help you stay focused and help you stay motivated by far. Because saying that you want to retire early is a lot more general than saying, I want to retire by the age of 37, right? Saying that is very much more specific. So don't be afraid to be specific about your goals. One thing that my mentor taught me, and I'll say this every single time when it comes to goals, is that nothing becomes dynamic until it becomes specific. So always remember that if you really want to have a dynamic life, if you really want to be able to experience more, if you really want to be able to have more, then you're going to have to start being very specific about what you want to do, how you want to do it, the steps that you're going to take to get there, and those goals that you want to reach by a certain time frame. I can guarantee you <laughs> that if you do this, you are going to totally transform your life because everybody else is very general about their goals. And you know why they're very general about them? Because they don't believe that they can actually have them. They don't believe that they can actually experience it. They don't actually believe that they can achieve. And like I started this off, what you believe you can't achieve, I know it for a fact you can. And so if you don't know that you can achieve it, how can someone else convince you of such? I don't seem to think that you can. 
So in order for you to start believing in your goals, write it down on a real piece of paper, put some numbers next to it, get specific about it so that you can move on to the next step by assessing where you are right now. So where are you currently? Where are you currently with your savings? Where are you currently with your income? Where are you currently with your investments? Have you even started yet? How, where are you with paying off your debt? How much debt do you have? By doing this, you'll be able to really understand where you stand currently and you can make the proper adjustments. Think about it this way. If, a, if you went to the doctor and the doctor asked you what type of symptoms you were having so that he could diagnose you, but you didn't know the symptoms that you were experiencing, the doctor can't diagnose you. The doctor can't give you a remedy. A doctor can't give you a cure if they don't know what you're currently experiencing. So if you're currently experiencing stress because you're like super you know, deep in debt or if you're struggling with saving money for bigger expenses in the future, like purchasing a home, then identify that, assess that so that you can actually attack it. But you can't attack something and you can't fix something that you don't know exists. So write it all down. Write down, write down your current assets. Do you have any stocks? Do you have any bonds? Do you have any money in your 401ks and IRAs? Do you have any real estate? Whatever assets that you have, write it down and write down the value of it right next to it. So if you currently have a home that's valued at $150,000, write that down. What about liabilities? Do you have you know, a vehicle, vehicles are generally liabilities, especially if you're paying for it, you know, on a monthly basis and it's not making you any money. It's all good. We, everybody needs a car, but right now, how much you're spending on that vehicle, because you can create income to cover these liabilities so that you can live a life of actual financial independence. What happens generally with our finances is we get stuck in debt. We get stuck in bad financial circumstances and we don't always know how to get out of it. But the first step to getting out of it is understanding where you are currently. So where's your income? Are you making three to $4,000 a month? Put that down. How about your expenses? How much money is coming out of the household every single month on average? Write that down. Investments. Do you have stocks, bonds, 401ks, IRAs? What kind of investments? Something that has some value that's growing Write that down. Debts. Do you have student loan debt? Do you have credit card debt? Do you have personal loan debt? Whatever kind of debt you have, write this stuff down so you can understand the symptoms, right? The things that are causing the stress, the things that are causing, you know, the the, the steps towards bankruptcy. These things have to be identified if we overall want to fix them. Next, you want to create a plan. So create a budget, create a savings plan, and then you want to stay consistent on this plan because this plan is going to get you closer to your goals of financial independence. This is going to help you with bringing your vision to fruition. So, you know, we've talked about some of these steps back in, in, in previous episodes, but creating a budget and having a actual intentional plan for your money is going to help you allocate your money into more prosperous places. It's when we overspend or we spend without thinking about it and we do this impulse spending that we find ourselves in unfortunate financial circumstances because impulse spending means 
that you didn't plan for it. So have a plan for your money. Have a plan for that cash that you're working so hard for because that money is a tool that can either free you or keep you stuck even longer. So create the plan so that you can overall carry out the vision. Next, you need to research and educate yourself. Educate yourself. The 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 most the most the most valuable the most valuable thing that you can do for yourself is educate yourself educate yourself on different type of retirement accounts uh, and educate yourself on how to save money on taxes educate yourself on different investment strategies and options because you know the thing is there are so many options out here that you can get stuck because you get in this decision making mode but you're so overwhelmed with so many choices that you can't make a decision. Now, I find myself um, in this situation often in the grocery store. And a lot of people probably do too, where you go down these aisles and you have literally hundreds of different types of cereal. And you're looking like, wow, there's so many types that you have a hard time maybe choosing the one that you actually want to pick. This is one of the reasons why I don't go to the grocery store, by the way. <laughs> I actually shop online for my groceries now so that I can save time in the grocery store because when you have too many options, it's hard to make a choice. So if you want to make your choices simpler, then reduce some of your options. And the best way to do that is to educate yourself about the best options you should take. That's the best thing that you can possibly do. Think about it this way. If you go to a restaurant, and I'm sure a lot of you all can relate to this, you go to a restaurant and you sit down, you open the menu, and there are pages upon pages upon pages of just food options. Now, you may have a certain appetite or maybe you don't. You may not know really what you want, but doesn't it make it just a little harder to make a choice when you have pages worth of pages worth of options than it does if they just give you a one pager? If they just give you a one page menu that gives you a very select many of options, you're going to have an easier time making a decision. So first, you really want to educate yourself before you take these steps towards making investments. One, because making bad investments are worse than making no investments at all. And truth be told, when you start getting into investments, some of your investments aren't going to work out, but that's okay. The point of it, the point is to make sure that you're making an educated decision before you do make it, because making uneducated decisions is what generally lands us in tough positions. When I wasn't educated about credit, I messed it up. When I wasn't educated about money, I threw it away. When I wasn't educated about investments, I wasted a lot of money. So when you get educated, you can make more educated decisions to empower yourself to do the right thing the first time, the second time, the third time and beyond. So do your research, Educate yourself so that you can make the right decisions for the long-term carrying out of your vision. 
Next, when you're talking about investments, you want to be strategic about it. So I would highly encourage you to, you know, get educated about different types of investment vehicles, getting educated about the best types of vehicles based on your goals. So if your goals are more long-term and aggressive, then go with those type of investments. But if you're, if you want to invest more on a short term, um, on a short term, and you want to invest not as aggressively, then those there are options for that as well. But I do suggest diversifying that. Diversify, you know, your short-term and your long-term investing based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Now, I'm not in an, I'm not licensed in investing, so I can't give you this type of advice. But what I will just say is that you want to ensure that you get with the right groups, you connect with the right people, the people that are already making good investments, the people that already are doing the things that you want to do and get into because you're more likely to have success that way. But I'm a big fan of diversifying my investments from short term to long term so that I have all of my bases covered and you should do the exact same thing. So if you're looking at bonds, uh, 401k, stocks, real estate, uh, foreign exchange, there's so many different ways to invest your money out here, y'all. Just get educated so that you can diversify properly. And then next, you want to ensure that your you know the tax um, strategies that go along with your investments. Now, I'm not saying that you got to go out here and become a whole tax strategist or a tax professional, but what I am saying is that you should have a really great accountant in your back pocket because your accountant is going to help you plan effectively. They're going to help you uh, strategize with your taxes. They're going to help you save tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, and it's just going to help you for the long-term growth of your finances and is going to help you have long-term sustainability with your goals. And in my opinion, knowing about taxes and having somebody in your back pocket that knows about taxes is one of the best investments and the best relationships that you can have. Um, I am very fortunate because I have my mother that works at the IRS and she always tells me what to do, what not to do when it comes to taxes, how to spend my money, how to separate my money, everything that can keep me in the green, not in the red, so that I don't have to, that I don't get into no trouble with our friends at the IRS. So, you know, understand how taxes can impact your long-term and your financial, your long-term and your short-term financial vision so that you can plan appropriately and so that you can save a lot of money. And again, I just say, you know, consult with professionals when it comes to your finances because tax professionals, financial advisors, um, even estate planners, they can help you with all of this for short-term and long-term visions. Because you don't you don't want to go out there blindly. You want to go out there with a good sense of direction and you want to know where you're trying to go at the minimum. But if you don't know where you're going, then get some clarity about that first before you approach a professional, because the professional is just going to help you put the pieces together. It's going to help diagnose your situation so that they can help you with curing any troubles that you're having. And so that you can continue to flourish and, uh, and do the right thing in, in your finances. And then uh, lastly, what I want to do is I want to let you know that this is going to be a process. Okay. So my last point to you really is just to be patient. I know I say this often and I have to, because when we're talking about credit and finances and money, 
is this is not a short-term game. This is a long-term game. And I want to ensure that you're prepared to play correctly because if you get in the game just to sprint, then you're not going to be able to get to the finish line when you're going that long-term distance. You know, think about when you're looking at, you know, uh, athletes that compete in the Olympics. Those track stars, I love seeing the track stars, by the way. One of the things that really fascinates me about track stars are how different their bodies are and how different their bodies are conditioned based on the type of racing that they do. So when when people are doing short distances, like the 100 meters and 200 meters, those those short distances, though those bodies of those racers they're a lot more you know muscular because they have to have the power to get off the block fast but when you're going the distance right you're going the distance you're doing those laps the bodies of those racers those those runners they're a lot smaller they're not as muscular because they have to go the distance they've and they've trained for that distance as well so think about how you're going to have to train your mind to have the finances that you want so that you can actually make it (laughs) so that you can create the discipline so that you can have the patience to see it all the way through so that you don't give up because the problem with long-term financial planning and long-term visions is that it really does require you to be patient. There's so much in the market and so much in our lives that are unpredictable that it can be very, very easy to get sidetracked. So instead of allowing that to get in your way, make sure that you have the plan already set up so that you can already avoid making those impulsive decisions so that you can avoid, you know, getting misaligned with your goals and you can stay in formation. The thing for the things that you say that you want, the things that you dream about every single day, the goals that you have set for yourself, they're going to be there as long as you set them. But if you, you know, you don't set them, you don't write them down. I'm sorry, y'all. It ain't going to work that way. Because <laughs> if, it, if it was, it would have already done so. So, you know, you have to take into account a lot of different things. You have to take into account emergencies. You have to take into account market fluctuations. I mean, for crying out loud, what's going on in our market right now, just from the effects of COVID has been a just been an experience, really. It's really showing us how unpredictable life can be. And if we're not prepared for it, we will fall prey. We will get stuck. We will fall off the bandwagon and we will go back to the ground floor level where we started, where we didn't want to be. So instead of falling prey and falling victim to that, get specific, set the goals, do what needs to be done so that you can live life on your terms and have true financial independence. So let me recap what we talked about today. Number one, you want to get your values and your priorities in line. Number two, you want to really define what do these goals mean to me? What do I really want to accomplish? Buying a home, starting a business, sending my my kids off to college. What do I really want to do? Next, number three, put some numbers next to those goals. Put some numbers. You want to have $1,000 in your savings. You want to retire by 37. 
put those goals down, put some numbers next to it. Next, determine what's your current financial situation. What's going on so you can assess it, diagnose it, and fix it. Number five, create an actual plan, a budget, money plan, savings, all that good stuff. Number six, educate yourself so you can make educated decisions. Number seven, make sure that your investments are going to cover you short-term and long-term by diversifying them. Number eight, understand the taxes. How does the taxes go and how does this play into the whole vision, right? Get an accountant, get tax professionals in your pocket ASAP so you can make this work for you. You can save yourself so much money. Number nine, review everything. Review everything, consult with a professional. Number nine, Review and consult, (laughs) okay? Review and consult with a professional because a professional can really give you the steps, lay it out, put the pieces together and make it work for you. Number 10, get patient and disciplined, okay? Patience and discipline is gonna help you see this through to the end. But if you don't get patient, if you don't get discipline, it's gonna be very, very easy to get you off track. It's gonna get very easy for you to quit and start all over, but you wouldn't have to keep starting over if you didn't have to quit. The thing is, when you're talking about financial discipline and and creating goals and setting them for yourselves and carrying them out, it's gonna require a different level of of person, right? A a love, a different level of understanding. You're going to have to be a different person to have a different life. So, you know, just remember that creating a long-term vision for yourself is really a process that's ongoing. It's a long-term process and it's going to require you to stay focused, get disciplined, strategize, and do it, <laughs> really do it. And it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy because it's not. You're you're turning into somebody completely different. But I can assure you that it's worth it. And you're going to have to be relentless about it. You're going to have to turn down, you know, going out. You're going to have to slow down on maybe even traveling. You may have to cut back on some of the unnecessary spending. You're going to have to do a lot of things that is going to really redirect you to a more prosperous place in your life. So if that's what you want, do the things that we're talking about today. Do all the things that we talk about in these these weekly podcast sessions because it's going to ultimately help you become a bigger, better person. It's going to help you have more money in your bank account. It's going to help you live stress-free and you're going to help live your life on your terms and have more freedom. So Take the information that I gave you today, really use it, write it down, carry it out. And I look forward to seeing you really put together that long-term financial vision for yourself and have more financial success in your life. But thank you for listening in for today's podcast session on our mind over money. And I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Again, my name is Jerry Tolliver, CEO of Fly Credit, where we help you get the credit that you deserve. Thank you for listening in. See you next time.